Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to the Servants of Grace podcast and to our theology segment. Today, one of our listeners writes in and they have a great question. And the question is this, how can I know if I'm one of the elect? Well, this is a fascinating question. It's another one of those that, that we could spend a long time really talking about and diving in. So, But as always, here's my brief answer to this, to this great question. In the Gospel of John, the Apostle John teaches that Christ alone perfectly knows the hearts and the minds of all people. Being the incarnate God, Jesus knows, has knowledge of all men's hearts. It's not limited like our finite minds. Since Jesus is Lord, he alone perfectly knows all those who have true and genuine saving faith. And since we are finite, we cannot know the genuine state of anyone's heart beside our own. Some may profess faith and persevere until their deaths, but other professing Christians later fall away. They reveal that they never had genuine faith in Christ alone to begin with. Until the Lord Jesus returns in the visible church, not all those who profess faith genuinely possess it. Christians' standing in relationship to God is secure because of Christ alone. In fact, Peter in 2 Peter 1 writes, not only as a servant, but also as an apostle of Jesus Christ in 2 Peter 1.1. Then Peter identifies the recipients of this letter, and he says that God has called us into his own glory and his excellence, 2 Peter 1.3. In 2 Peter 1.9, while he is exhorting and warning, Peter says that they have been cleansed from former sins. And because of this, Peter gives his, therefore, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election, 2 Peter 1.10. Christians have a calling, and we have been elected, and so all we can do is to confirm it. Christians need to grow, which is what 2 Peter 1.5-7 is all about. And we're to grow all at different places in our spiritual maturity. All the qualities Peter speaks about in 2 Peter 1.5-7, they need to be increasing in us. And if they are, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus, 2 Peter 1.8. Hebrews 6, 1-8 meets the people of God at their greatest need with the gospel by wooing them to draw deeper into the gospel for greater assurance and greater confidence in their salvation. The perseverance of the saints does not mean that every Christian who claims to have received Christ as Savior, participates in Christian work, and manifests various gifts is eternally secure. The church includes hypocrites who demonstrate the external signs of persevering saints, but they lack the true mark of Christians. Those marks, according to the Belgian Confession in Article 29, are receiving Christ by faith as the only Savior, avoiding sin, following after righteousness, loving the true God and one's neighbor, not turning aside to the right or the left, crucifying the flesh with the works thereof, fighting against infirmities, continually taking refuge in the passion and the obedience of Jesus Christ. The church includes people like Demas. Such people give the appearance of godliness, but their departure from Christ and the church revealed they are never in union with Christ himself. Hebrews 6, 4-6 warns believers not to fall away, but it doesn't affirm the apostasy of the saints. Instead, it urges Christians to persevere in faithfulness to God and to the revelation of Jesus Christ. The Lord God uses solemn, solemn warnings to keep his people from backsliding sliding away and from away from a whole host of dangers. The biblical, per, the biblical nature of the perseverance of the saints 
is that a regenerate soul will persevere through the trials of life and they will continue to believe and repent. Christians will slip and fall. They will develop bad habits. They'll wrestle with doubt. But through it all, they'll keep going even as they began. All Christians slip and fall into sin. But no true Christian stays down. Just as God gave them faith and repentance unto initial conversion, so he supplies them with faith and repentance along the way to heaven. See, Christians who come to Christ by Christ remain wedded to him, knowing they're in him by the grace of God. Perseverance and assurance are two sides of the same coin. The Christian cannot persevere in grace without growing in assurance, and they cannot grow in assurance of faith without perseverance. See, perseverance it requires pilgrim warfare in a world that aims to distract the mind and rip open the heart. It embraces major issues of life and death, including the Christian's eternal security and glory. Francis Roberts says this, Perseverance is the rope that ties the soul to the doorpost of heaven. John Blanchard explains that glory for the Christian is more certain than the grave. God has never torn up a Christian's birth certificate. It is possible to fall in grace, but never to fall from grace. The Christian can be as certain of arriving in heaven as he is that Christ has already ascended there. And since the Christian's perseverance depends on Christ, who who does the work, every Christian is a jewel of Christ who can never be lost. Anthony Hokema writes, God's purposes, God's promises, God's power, God's provision, God's protection. What comfort that gives. And perseverance is ultimately the work of the Holy Spirit in the Christian's heart. Perseverance opens a way for assurance. Rooted in grace, objective perseverance makes possible subjective assurance, which is rooted in the Christian's conscience. You see, assurance is wedded to the doctrine of perseverance. Those who persist in works that spring from faith will attain high levels of assurance, which is why believers must persevere to the end in faith and holiness and obedience. Perseverance encourages Christians to live in hope. And as Christians persevere, they become increasingly confident of victory in Christ and their future in glory with him. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.